Where's Jane? I'm freaking out. Where's Jane? Ah, she's she's not feeling very good, Jade. Uh, You're not Jane. I am not Jade, but uh, Jade Jade does have COVID. We found this out today. Um, so see, that's why I don't kiss him on the mouth. Eric, I don't either. But uh, I'm back. So, um, well, we're glad to see you. Yeah, and um. Hey, I say, uh, I see a lot of people in the chat saying, "Hey, Eric. Hey, I just want to say hi to everybody. I'm not going to be able to type it because I, I haven't done this in such a long time. Um, so I'm just going to say hi to you guys now in the chat. Uh, but uh, Deweese, how are you doing? I'm doing very well, and I'm so glad to see you. Well, thank you. It's good thank to see you, you Stephen. Hi, Stephen. Hey, Weezy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, Jade's not on air. How you doing? How you doing? How you doing? Yeah, everybody's gonna log off and quit. Yeah, I know, quit. right? So, uh, well, yeah, this is uh, this is gonna be a pretty good show tonight. I think we yeah. have Justin on the show, and um, you know what? I'm not even gonna introduce him let's just bring him on and let him introduce himself tell him you know let's see who this justin guy is hey justin how are you good eric hey so my name's justin yeah tell us about who justin is and 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 tell us from the beginning who's justin well justin's just a regular guy like everybody else i guess uh, justin mitchell <laughs> yeah I don't know. Uh, looked up, looked up uh, one day and said, "Hey, I want to fly just, just like those birds." And and uh, I don't know. I said, "What's the cheapest way I can do it?" And paramotors look like the look like the cheapest option to do it. I'm a cheap guy. And I said, "Hey, I want to do that." Um, but I'm originally from Emporia, Virginia. If anybody knows where that is, you probably got a speeding ticket in it. Um, 95 runs through it. I grew up there uh, for the mm -hmm. most part. And then I went to high school. We moved to the Outer Banks of North Carolina when I was in high school. I got to live there for a few years and then uh, decided to go join the Marine Corps out of that uh, when I got out of high school. And my recruiter convinced me to not join 
when I, I decided I wanted to join the Marine Corps, but he, I wanted to be a tanker. I wanted to go drive stuff and blow up stuff. He convinced me to be an air traffic controller because I was an air traffic controller. Uh, he was an air traffic controller. And uh, I appreciate him doing that because I did enjoy the career. Um, Jay did posted that I retired from air traffic control. It was just a little miscommunication. I only did five years. <clears throat> I had hurt my shoulder. I only did five years. I did my my little five-year stint. Got out. I stayed in North Carolina pretty much the whole time. Because the Afghanistan war was dialing down. And then I stayed here in Havelock, North Carolina, which is Marine Corps Air Station Cherry Point. And then uh, figured out I wanted to do something besides just work and live a family life. I need to pick up a hobby. <clears throat> so I wanted to, besides do a job, I said I always wanted to fly. And I've gotten, with being an air traffic controller, um, I got to do meet pilots and stuff. I got to do get some stick time. And I've flown uh, like Cessna 172s, uh, Cirrus. Uh, I can't think of the numbers. Uh, I've gotten probably about 40 hours of actual stick time in general aviation aircraft. Um, and I was happy to have that, but... To me, it was, if if Jay can pull up later the uh, airspace that I have around me, it's a lot of rules. It's a lot of, and being an air traffic troll, troller, it's just, it's not the freedom that, that I wanted. It's not flying like you expect it to be. It's more of a task than than really anything. Maybe out west it's more freedom or like doing like maybe a, a bush plane kind of deal or but here it's more of like go A to B kind of deal and then you have to log hours and it just doesn't seem like and you have to keep up your monthly thing plus it's expensive. You complain about paying for gas for your car. Pay for half gas. You know, Eric, you, we were talking beforehand. You, you, I'm sure you know about that. Yeah, um, actually, they uh, they lowered our price down to five dollars and fifty cents a gallon. Cheap stuff, <laughs> isn't it? Well, it wasn't six bucks a gallon, but they only lower it to five fifty a gallon, so they'll burn it out of their tanks because nobody flies around here in the wintertime. Right, and it, they don't. It doesn't burn, and it's not good on gas. Right. Anyway, so I pretty much came to a point in my life where I said, I'm 28 years old and I'm pretty young, but I came to a point where I was like, I don't, I'm not happy. I was like, I want to, I want to do stuff I want to do in my life. And flying was one of them. So I said, I'm going to do it. And I, I ended up going on, uh, I saw it on a guy selling some gear on Facebook Marketplace the dreaded Facebook marketplace gear that everybody says stay away from. Um, 
he was selling his soul. I got pictures. I sent the jade of the setup. Um, it was a trike. Uh, it's a backpack with the that you can stick on the trike. It was a air conception frame, titanium frame, with the Viterazzi Moster 185 Classic. Um, old J bars. Um, with a reserve, uh, the wing that I fly now, currently still a uh, charger, a uh, 28 meter. Wait, it was an air conception with a moster on it? Hmm. Yeah, it is Jerry Rick. Anyway, <laughs> it, it has some custom bars to, to make it work. Anywho, that sounds that's legit. <laughs> yeah, it's gone and sold. Uh, and then it has a trike with uh, the big fat uh, balloon wheels. And I got the helmet, the gear, and everything for like 7000 bucks. Oh, that's and, a really good price. Yeah. And, and the wing was in good shape? Yeah. Great. Wow. Yeah. So, I and the guy had it on there for like six months. Because yeah. he didn't, he didn't want to sell it on like any of the Facebook you know, groups around, you know, paramotor groups or whatever. Yeah, that's that's my wife. She's sitting on it. Um. Yep, that's the original. Actually, the picture that he sold it as. Um. It came with the reserve, throwable reserve. That's the wing. That's nice. That's pretty. Yeah. Um, that's what I currently fly. And um, so uh, you were self-taught, is that correct? Yep. So I didn't really have the money to to have training. So I'm pretty, pretty um, resourceful. I'm pretty good at learning stuff. I've already had the air traffic control experience, so, and I've already had stick time. So I said, "Hey, what's what's so bad? What can I what can I mess up here?" So what did you do as far as learning how to how to fly that paramotor? Um, I just sent it. I just strapped it on my back and went. I'm just kidding. No, um, <laughs> no, I uh, for one. I got on a local Facebook group, Facebook group, and around here, and I said, "Hey, I uh, I bought this gear. Um, who wants to help?" And a local pilot uh, said, "Hey, I'll uh, I'll help you out. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna teach you." You know, I'm not going to be liable in any way or shape or form, but I'll help you and do whatever. Um, it came with a kiting harness and everything. So I, I literally spent my time in my local park sitting there kiting, even though I, w I learned how to trike first on that. Um, I learned um, how to trike on that setup. And it's not, I would not recommend to learn how to trike on that setup. It's not meant for that. 
it's a titanium frame, but I did it anyway. Um, but I learned how to kite just sitting in my local park, just sitting there inflating the wing, trying to control it, stuff like that. Until the point where I got tired of doing that. And I was like, all right, I'm tired of sitting here in this park. I'm going to take it here. You want to come meet me? And we went there and started learning how to taxi. And if I could ground taxi where they locally went, if I could do that. And then I got tired of taxiing. And then one day I just sent it. And that was it. That was it. So I stopped. Yeah, on, on your your setup, that's a foot launch unit that you can mount to a trike, correct? Correct. Okay, so and your first flight, was that with it on your back or was that on the trike? Trike. Okay. I didn't foot launch. I didn't foot launch until, uh, I'd say probably 30, 40 flights in. Okay. How long, How what year was this? How long have you been flying? Last year. Okay. May, May of last year. Yep. All right. So DP in the chat, he wants to know, did you have a specific mentor? Um, not anybody specific. I mean, cause I had a couple guys that, that, that helped me out. Um, that, that, uh, that uh, would go out with me and and ground taxi with me, and so it's like a group of people. Yeah, it was it was a group of people. I mean, I, the guy that went out and directly helped me, uh, Rocky. If anybody knows Rocky from down in North Carolina, I can't remember his last name off the top of my head. I just know him by Rocky. Linda Anderson says, thank you for your service. I appreciate it. Thank you for your support. Well, I'm glad that, uh, you know, and I understand the liability aspects that Rocky and these other pilots have kind of, you know, we're trying to stay away from, but, you know, thanks for helping them out and, you know, getting you, getting you into the air safely. That's, that's huge. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I told them all like, I hold none of you responsible for anything. This is all on me. Yeah. Um, Cause once I said, once I go up in the air, it's all on me. And when I went up in the air, it was, it was all on me. It, it was never any like freak out moment to me. It never, it never freaked me out. It was like when I took my first flight, it was, it was definitely sensory overload for sure. <laughs> It was definitely, wow, I'm really up here. I'm really flying. But it was never like lock up. I don't know what to do. I need somebody to be coaching me through. It was all pretty intuitive for me, which I yeah. I, I, already, I had that confidence that, that I felt like it was going to be that way for me anyway. And so that's why I felt comfortable. Just I got tired of ground taxing and, and just can't. Said, Screw he, just it. Felt, <laughs> he just felt pretty secure. Sure. So the moment my feet left the ground for the first time, never taking a tandem or anything, I was just, it was a happy moment. And 
same thing for me as intuitive. And I was just having a ton of fun. How did you feel before you, you did it like about to do it? Did you get any pre-flight anxiety or any sense of being overwhelmed or anything like that? I was more frustrated because uh, we kept ground taxiing and the wing would kind of like, I was trying to like feather the throttle and, it, it wanted to like not it wanted me to go faster than the wing than the wind was allowing that day and so i i just got tired of not going fast and so i just at that point i i started to get lift i was like oh i'm going up and i was like might as well keep going and i just Going. It's interesting. I've never heard that from somebody where it's it's more about a moment of frustration and just wanting to be over it. <laughs> yeah. It was, rather than rather than fear or like, oh my god. It, it, yeah, I mean I don't I don't know. It was that was just me. I was I was ready. I was ready to fly. Get, get did we have a video? Did we have a video of your solo flight? Somewhere out there. It is. You're not yeah, going to see it here. It was no, Jade, Jade okay. do we have one? No, I didn't no, give her any videos. We didn't have a video of it? Okay. <laughs> yeah. There's a couple of questions in here. Um, I know that... Uh, that was just one. the first That was the first uh, flight. There's been many more sketchy yeah. things. Uh, Wendy wanted to know how what your scariest um, moment was and what is your best moment? Scariest moment. I don't know. I don't get scared that much, to be honest with you. And that's ah! not, that's oh, not that's work. not that's not like a it's not like a it's not I don't know if that's something in my brain that's like off or if that's I, I don't know. It but I had a when I was at Moonshiners, um I took off um, going down the runway and about 50, 60 feet in the air. I was off on the grass at this point over the runway. <clears throat> the engine clamp came off my silencer, went in my prop, shot through my wing, tore through my propeller, and then I shot off to the right and and moonshiners they have a big windsock with a pole that has a light shining down on the windsock and i went like two feet over that and cleared that wind to the grass that was pretty scary i guess but I, it wasn't a scary thought it was just i literally in the video of me i'm like talking through myself like all right, what happened? What I do? Okay, clear this, do this, and just kind of, and like I'm literally just focusing on flying to the point where I forgot to put my feet on the the wheel mm. the, on the front. Mm -hmm. I just land and slide through the, the grass. <clears throat> That's how I kind of feel when you're up in the air because I'm somebody that overthinks, but I love flying because it puts me in the moment. Yeah, I'm so always. If I'm in super bad air, I'm just thinking like, I I get into it where I just tune out fears and everything else, and I just think about what I'm doing. 
but does anything scare you do you have like a fear of rejection or no <laughs> uh scare i'm sure I'm, I'm human just like everybody else i i guess i have scary things you hit that turbulence and it scares the crap out of me i guess yeah i think I, the, the when, they, when they wing drops everybody's butt hit sucks to the seat yeah i think the situation where that uh clamp went through the prop in the wing it didn't that was really more do... of a, i didn't have a lot of time to process it i guess correct it, it was so just it like wasn't... what do i do with what i have at this moment yep you know and that's the thing that you know that you get taught is you fly you you fly the plane you fly the paramotor and um you don't have time to really think about scared but like you said when we hit turbulence and we feel our drop you know that two foot drop three foot drop you know you feel it it's over instantly and then the scare part will kick in like whoa what was that or if you get a little bit of a collapse you'll feel that scared. but yeah I think you can't speak for everybody eric if i get what? scared i unbuckle and i jump out <laughs> all right you get, to, you get taught what um I think that uh, once once the event happens, then it actually sets in and you think about what's going on. Um, and as far as the century overload, I, I think uh, that's 99% of, of pilots on that first flight. You have so much that you're processing and you don't want to do the wrong thing thinking that you'll fall out of the sky. Yeah, I think all you're doing at that point is just doing what you're supposed to do by the book. Yeah. Just make sure that you're doing everything you're supposed to at that point. Yep. <laughs> yeah. is out there checking her manual. Like I'm going through some stuff. Yeah. Right I'm now. doing this. Yeah. I, make I sure I'm doing it, this. Oh, I've crashed. Crap. <laughs> yeah. It, it didn't like to me, it was just get it on the ground safely. And mm -hmm. it, well, it, it, to me, to me, it, it was more of like, what what's going to increase my chances of survivability? Yeah. Well, that's the next question. Uh, Dave Perry wants to know uh, how was your first landing? Great. Yeah. Yeah. Greased her right in. I honest, honest, it was a good landing. Good. It was, from my knowledge, from what I remember, it was no bounce. I was surprised. Good deal. And when you were foot launching, how was those landings, the first ones? The first, my first foot launch was actually on a Atom 80. I, I weigh about 200 and at the time I was about 210. Um, I was on an Atom 80 at the easy pace fly in at up in Virginia. That was on Nick's Nick Griffith's uh, Adam 80. He let me borrow it because I had a exhaust bolt come out and go to my prop. Um, but um, I my first foot launch, I got it up first first try and ran out ran 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 and hopped in the seat i had the trims on neutral full power and i hopped in the seat and i just started to sink slowly slowly <laughs> slowly 
and I just kind of drug out and I just kind of I just killed the motor because I knew I was going to drag so I killed the motor and just kind of butt knee dragged and then I was like oh okay well I'm going to have to trim fully in so I trimmed fully in and reset it went up and it was fine I just had to give it full trim with the Atom 80 give it a little more break yeah. Um, with the first landing on the foot launch, um, it on up in easy pace on the easy pace flying, the grass was wet. I I didn't. It wasn't a hard landing by no means. Nobody was there coaching me in uh, on the landing. They were coaching me in on the takeoff. I think Todd Scott was helping me on the takeoff. Um. But on the landing, I was on my own, and I slipped on the grass. I landed on my feet, but kind of went down to my knee and and just kind of slid because it was wet. That Mountain Dew, that dew up there was bad. Yeah, well, good deal. So the moral of the story is don't trust anything from Nick Griffith. <laughs> yeah, you can't oh. trust that guy as far as you can see him. And, no, and Nick Griffith is shady and suspect. You can't see him in short grass, so. <laughs> so. So where is your home LZ? And um, do you fly by yourself or do you have a group that you fly with? Uh, I live in Havelock, North Carolina, which is right beside Marine Corps Air Station Cherry Point. Um, I fly out of Beaufort, North Carolina, mostly. Um, it's mostly out of a little field. But um mostly the little group that i fly with is uh it we we got a little beach group that will every once in a while we'll go meet together probably about 10 of us will meet and the little carolina group we call ourselves they every once in a while we'll go do something like we went to Carolina Beach one time. That was that was really cool. You like beach fun? Yeah. Uh, actually, I gave Jade a few pictures and a video of that. That was a really good time. That was also on Nick's uh, Adam eighty, which he let me borrow again. Yeah. Good deal. Yeah, pull up some pictures and you could kind of explain them. Um, sure. Yeah, if you want to pull up any pictures, I can explain something. Do we yeah. want to do a spinning wheel as a midpoint? Sure. Yeah. What are we giving away today, Eric? We are giving away a Pennsylvania PPG sticker. And we are giving away a Cash Valley PPG sticker. And we're giving away a... Pennsylvania PPG shirt that you can pick between extra large and large. So the three spinny wheel things we got. All right, let's do two of them now, and we'll do a final one later. Let's do well, let's it. I greased it up. First. Yeah, we'll do the stickers, stickers first. Yeah, yeah sticker. Give it a good spin there. Grease that wheel. Nice spit on is what I did. Oh. I did rig this. Honestly, I did rig this. I'm not a liar. 
Gladys and Jen have two spots on it. Oh, so close. Williamsport? No, oh, I greased God. it up. You're probably going to get it. Oh, no. Oh, oh, oh no. yeah. Hey. Justin Mitchell. <laughs> yeah, That's the guest is. It. You know, I never put the guest on the wheel. Hey, that's a given, isn't it? I mean, he shows up. He should get something. That's a given. What do you you want? You want the Cash Valley sticker or the uh, Pennsylvania? Uh, Which one is worth more? Um, (laughs) Either one one will be worth the same once I sign them. I keep wanting Cash Valley to change it to Cash Valley. We'll do the Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. All right. Oh. Is it gonna be scuba? Oh, you, you can give it to someone else if you wanted to. Scuba. Uh, scuba Steve. Scuba Steve. Scuba Steve. Right. scuba Steve. You know, uh, I've been called Scuba Steve before, but in high school, there's a guy that used to call me Skidmark Steve. And I think he called me that name because I was a pianist and I'd do glitzes on the keys until I saw that movie uh basketball or something, and then I realized my whole life was a lie. <laughs> I would choose uh, scuba, scuba Steve. Uh, right. Stop it. All right. Let's let's get on with it. Oh, do we have any commercials, or are we run those yep. at the end? Let's run the commercials um, at the end. Okay, we can do that. Not a problem. Actually, I'm not in charge. You can do what you want. <laughs> um, no, you, go ahead, Steve. If you want to run the commercials, I mean, they are who support our shows. Let's do one commercial so that way. Yep. Because these these people are paying us a ton of money to run these commercials, and yes, they are. Yeah, just I mean, I'm getting a fifty buck cut. Do you want to experience flight in its purest and most exciting form? If so, paramotoring is for you. Your flying adventures begin here at Cache Valley Paramotor, where they will train you on everything you need to know about the safest and most affordable form of flight. All of their instructors are USPPA certified with over 30 years combined experience flying in locations all over North America. They're also dealers for all of the top-of-the-line paragliding and paramotor equipment and can cater to your every need. Their instructors are well-versed in both paragliding and paramotor skill set. This, along with the unique training environment that Cache Valley provides, allows them to teach students the necessary skills to fly in diverse locations all over the world. Reach out to Cache Valley Paramotor at cachevalleyppg.com. Soon to be renamed Cash Money Paramotor. So Jay told me I can't run Robert Michaels commercials anymore which is funny because i did a show last night and i went out for a cigarette and she ran all her commercials while i was outside and i didn't even know <laughs> all right thank you for uh your support on our show um so justin have you flown other wings besides the charger yes charger too um, Okay, have you noticed a difference in that wing? It's got stronger magnets. <laughs> no, I mean, uh, I don't think I'm qualified enough to say that, to say yes or no. Yeah. Uh, I, I didn't have enough flight time in it to say. And it wasn't on my machine either. I've flown... I've flown a couple of machines at this point 
I've only flown three wings at this point. I don't even know what the other wing was. I, I know it was blue. I can't even remember what it was. <laughs> but I've known I've flown a Charger, Charger 2, and I don't even know what the other one was. It wasn't a Charger. I know that one for sure. Yeah. And then you've flown, let's see, you've experienced the Atom 80. And, yep. uh, and then your machine has the Moster on it, correct? Moster. And then yeah. what I currently have right now is a Viper 200 XT, which is Viterazzi's, uh motor. Or Vortex, or I mean Vortex, Vortex Arrows motor, yeah. yeah. Which um, they don't produce that out to. Nobody can go out and get that right now. Okay. They only need a limited run of those. They're just kind of testing the water with that, and that's. I got one of their frames as well, Vortex Arrows frames. Okay. All right. How do you like that? Uh, working the kinks out, but for the most part, good. Okay. About how many hours do you figure do you have? Do you write them down or do you just kind of like, yeah, I don't work. I don't keep okay. track of any of that stuff. How many hours do you think you have about? Forty, fifty. Okay. Twenty, ten. I don't know. <laughs> okay, now your wife. You have a wife. You're married. Do you have any yep. kids? Nope. Two winter dogs. Okay. okay. And uh, what does your wife think about paramotoring? What does your wife think about getting into paramotoring? And would your wife ever go for a tandem? Uh, she thinks that it looks cool. Uh I don't think she would ever do it on her own, for sure. I might be able to convince her to get up on a tandem if I get enough of this in her. <laughs> um, I, she hasn't been to a fly-in yet, so if I get her to one of those, which I'm probably going to get her to Bad Apples and Moonshiners and stuff like that, I think she'll like those. Um she might open up to it a little more. I mean, she thinks that it's boring to sit there and watch other people fly. It really is. I mean, it's cool if they're doing cool stuff, but it isn't. You've We've all sat there and watched other people go, well, I wish I was up there doing that. Right. It's not so bad if she's got some other women to sit around and watch it with, watch them with. If she's just sitting there all by herself doing it, it is boring. Sure. So that's why maybe doing the doing the uh, flying she might enjoy more. Yeah, yeah. So do you have a bucket list of um, of places you want to fly or or fly-ins you'd like to go to? Yeah, I want to go to all of them. All of them. <laughs> yeah, everywhere. Yeah. Louise, go ahead and ask uh, Shane's question there. Shane's question. Where is Shane's question? Oh, this one. Um, or fat finger question as an air traffic controller during war operations, how does it differ from say doing it in country normally of that many 
<laughs> if that makes sense. I don't know what that. I know what he's asking. Uh, I saw the other guy's question or comment, Semper. Um, can you keep the question back up? During war operations, how's it different from saying knowing country? So, most of the air traffic control I did here in Cherry Point was all civilian rated air traffic control. I was a certified air traffic controller here. Um, if Jade can bring up the picture of the civilian or the of the airspace here I can actually explain some of it um, but all the air traffic control I did here was pretty much civilian based I did um, but halfway through my enlistment I went through I got put into a detachment I was part of detachment Charlie I got I got transferred over to Max Charlie Marine Air Command and Control Squadron 2. Or, yeah, Max 2. Um, and then Detachment Charlie. Um, and what they do is go out and provide air traffic control in a war environment. And what they do is more or less provide separation of aircraft um, between different levels up in a between different flight levels and stuff into what's called kill boxes and then once they aircraft go into kill boxes it goes into different control levels which is into a different group of are not really controllers or something else. I forgot the technical term for them, but they're not technically controllers. But as for a air traffic controller here in the Marine Corps, um, we control civilian aircraft as well. Um, what she has up right now is where actually... That's not the full map. Um, that's only the eastern part of it. That's what I gave her, but looking at it, that's only the eastern part. Um, but as you can see, this is half of pretty much the airspace that Cherry Point controls. Um, for Eric, that part over the east is the um, Outer Banks. Yep, I see that. And the big box and the, the squares, all that stuff is restricted areas and MOA, military operating area. And, and you can see the over the top left, it says D, H, F, all that stuff. Those are restricted areas. <clears throat> they can get turned on and off and aircraft can go in there and they can do gun run. And practicing and maneuvers and stuff. And SharePoint so has, has a big operating, has a big control of airspace, and they control all the aircraft in the airspace, civilian or military. Now, is this that, a Class C airport that you worked at? No, it's Class Delta. Oh, is it okay? Is it D? All right. Yeah, the airport. 
so um i worked in the tower and i worked in the radar so that's a so the air traffic controllers um the marine corps they control or cherry point control the airspace from pretty much the border of virginia all the way down to Wilmington and all pretty much all the way out to Greenville and all the way out to the Outer Banks up to, I think last time yeah. I was there, it was like flight level 230. Okay. And then yeah, we, all and these then, are, are, these are looking like uh, uh, G and I'm, so your airport that you worked at's not in there. Yeah, it's not in there. Um, if you, I wish I could pull it up for you. You can look at the airspace. Anybody can pull it up on their Google. Yeah. You can look up Cherry Point Marine Corps Air Station or Cherry Point Airspace uh, Pub, or you can look up the pub right now uh, for the area. And it, uh, they, it has a lot of. A lot of Marines have a, a lot of responsibility. I mean, because I remember when I was 19, 20, being in control of aircraft that were millions and millions of dollars and had a lot of people's lives in my hands. And there was, and there's people, and I didn't even have like a big rating, like a approach or arrival or or any of the major ratings that some of the the better guys out there that that have those major ratings do that because some of them are way better than me they they fly through they're just naturals at it and they can as a young marine a lance corporal a corporal have a a rating that can that can uh they'll control civilian flights out of newburn jacksonville greenville you know that yeah those are the the frequencies that's not showing all the the little that's up that's up north that's showing that's showing uh cherry point off to the left there you should see havelock you can see newburn off on the left right there too if you scroll down just a little bit keep scrolling keep scrolling stop you see where smith the word smith is in the middle mm -hmm. see where the two purple lines the yep. two, pur the two yep. purple circles meet yep move your cursor to the middle left down. down, down, left. A little bit. Down. Stop. Right there. Go up, just a little bit. That's where I fly, right there. Oh. Right. That's that's where I fly my paramotor. Hmm. So, just right okay. there in the middle of all that junk. Wow. So. So. Uh, off to the left there is Cherry Point. And then right to the bottom of that. And so that's a class Delta. That's Cherry Point. Right beneath that is um, is Michael J. Smith, which is Moorhead, Moorhead City. 
um, airport. That's just uh, you just call in for that. It's just a, it's not a controlled airport. You just, but I still stay away from it. Yeah. I have a radio, but I just don't feel like talking. I have another question about uh, being self-trained. Mm-hmm. Since you're self-trained, um, what type of pre-flight do you give your machine before you fly? Shake it. Shake it. You got to shake it like a Polaroid pitcher. Yeah. Shake it like a salt shaker. Is that all you do to it? Shake it? That explains uh, all the bolts falling out. Um, yeah, it, it, it definitely got expensive real quick because that was my main issue I had for a while was exhaust bolts coming out. Um. I pre-flight, I try to mostly, this new motor, I haven't had the exhaust bolt issue at all. Um, uh, mostly just been going around, looking over the engine, making sure all the bolts are tight. I don't know. It's, it, just do a shakedown over it, really. It's, it, I usually have... Uh, when I got out of the Marine Corps, I didn't go back into air traffic control. I decided not to do that. Um, I decided I wanted to stick around here. I didn't have the qualifications to go do it civilian-wise without going into doing more training. And to do that, I would have to go do. I would have to go to Oklahoma City and go in the FAA to go do to be air traffic controller. And go, and then you'd have to go. And once you got qualified there, you then would have to go to like a big city and be air traffic controller there, like Charlotte, Raleigh. Uh, it just wasn't my thing. I didn't want to be in a big city. Right. I could. So I was like, I don't really want to do that. I wanted to stay kind of around here. We like the area. Um. So Cherry Point is a big government town so I can find a job here. I'll figure out something here. Um, so I I figured out I just did some odd jobs, built houses, figured out some stuff until I got a government job here. Um, I ended up working on the F-35 with Northrop Grumman for a while. Um, and then I got picked up doing logistics for defense logistics agency um and that's who i currently work for now um are you allowed to talk about how you contributed with f-35 yeah it's no secret what i did is no secret i was a sheet metal tech i mean okay. i know i i had i there's stuff i can't talk about for sure but and I'm not going to talk about it to begin with, but and there's cool stuff on it that you don't and can't know about. Well, Gladys, Gladys in uh, down in Florida, or right now she might still be in Michigan. Um, she wants to know: Do you prefer trike or foot launch? Right now, foot launch, but I twisted my knee on my last uh, landing, and so I'm going to probably go to 
I tried for a little bit. Yeah, that's, back, what's nice. that's what's nice about being able to go back. But back to why the F-35 thing. I was a mechanic on the F-35 for a little bit, so I used the paint from marker paint from stuff, so that's why I was telling you about the F-35 thing. And so I, I generally can diagnose and do a lot of stuff on that. I was a sheet metal tech. It wasn't that big of a deal, but we did a lot of component level work and stuff as well. Yeah, I like uh, trikes fun when you just want to go and not have to worry about landing, but something about putting on your back and running. I've never, yeah. I, I think I've only failed like one or two launches on a foot launch. I've, I've failed so many launches on a, a trike. <clears throat> Uh, DP, would like to know if you've got any idea how flown, how high you've flown your paramotor. I work for the government. I can't talk about how high I've got. Oh my gosh! <laughs> uh, I know I've probably gotten the highest I've probably gotten is probably in. It's probably been at Moonshiners because we're you're already up there, and then I I went up there. I was, I was probably the second day. I was, I was well above everybody. I was just like, how far, how high can I go? And it was super smooth that morning. I don't know. I was probably about five, 6,000 feet. I was going to say, ground level? Yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, it was AGO. Yeah. I think do is, is moonshiners around 6,200 msl no, i don't think so no, is it less think, than that? it's less than that it's, okay. it's nowhere near that high i don't i don't know what it was what's your favorite uh way to fly like your favorite styling do you just like to do some high cruising do you like to go at point a point b cross country do you like to kick treetops or or whip around what do you enjoy the most Thanks, Linda. I'm so new at this point. I don't know. I mean, I enjoy it all, but so far as whichever one, I don't have to work on something. Do you do yeah. acro? Um, but I enjoy whipping around. I do enjoy that. I mean, I I enjoy getting high, and, and yeah, me too. Yeah, <laughs> enjoy spiraling, and I want to learn how to do more, more aerobatic stuff. But, um, but it's just I don't know. I just I like adventuring and stuff too. So I don't know. I just kind of like it all. Ducks, Yeah, I was gonna say. I just messed it. I just went in there. I I was way off. Yeah, 2,300 feet. Let's see. Yeah, there's a couple other questions in here. Semperfly, when did Marines end up getting the F-35? When I was in, we didn't have them. That was in 2006 to 2010. I joined in 2012, and we didn't have them. So, weird. Uh if you want to fly with them, go fly at Oshkosh. You can share the skies with F-35s. They're just there to pump up morale and 
get everybody hyped up. Um, they're they're around. I mean, they're here at Cherry Point. Cherry Point's gonna be the mecca for them. Nice. That's uh, Fleet Readiness Center East is the big center for them. It's kind of funny with paramount. So I'm an Air Force brat. I I grew up on Air Force bases for 16 years, and been front row seats to shows and whatnot. And as soon as I started paramotors, I didn't care about anything. When I went to Oshkosh myself, I'm like, I don't care about these planes. I can, I can fly on this. And I'm just mm-hmm. gonna fly around as, just to be nostalgic. Mm-hmm. And I've even met a U2 pilot that he's like, I I can't fly long distances anymore because it just bores me. I I got to get on. I got to get on this rig. Yeah, I if I'm gonna get on an airplane. The, for it to probably excite me at this point since I do paramotoring and you could just it's a you're a bird you're you're literally a, a bird it would probably have to be something that goes stupid fast and stupid agile or something yeah you have any interest in free flight paragliding I would do it I'd try anything five I'd, times. I'd try it I'd try it I'd try anything once uh, Paul Marzano wants to know if you fly with a GPS so you don't bust your restricted airspace. Nah, they can't catch me. <laughs> it's not like we're flying anything fast. <laughs> or very big where they can pick you up. Uh, no, they can pick you radar. up. Can they? Oh, yeah. They can pick you up. They can pick up birds. Mm-hmm. They just don't know what you are. Did you see a little spot? It. It shows up as a blip, a little square, a little digital target. But I'd be going so slow, I'd be just sitting still. I got to figure out how to make my radar signature be like a blip of a, that looks like a guy wearing a dress. That'd be freaking crazy. It all looks the same. It all looks the same. It all looks like a little... The, the radar system we had, I'm not going to try and remember what it was. I think it was like GPN 27 or something. I probably butchered that, but it, it's a little digital square. Depending how fast it, it goes, it, it's got a little digital blue trail. So you can judge how fast it's going by how spread out the tail is. And then if it's got certain... If it's gotten, if it's got um, different modes of squawk, it'll tell you how fast, or if transponder, it'll tell you how fast it's going and and all that stuff. Steve, you're yeah. squawking pink. <laughs> I'm squawking pink. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Gladys is asking for spinning wheel. Is it time for spinning wheel? Well, wait a minute. Um, DP had a question. Where'd that go? Uh, what was that one DP said? Have you ever jumped out of a plane? Yeah, have you ever jumped out of a plane? First time hey, I ever got it. We told you you can't ask the questions. Right. We have to. They're paying us top dollar to ask the questions. Yeah, we, we ask the questions. <laughs> first time I ever got in a plane, I jumped out of it. The first time you ever got in a plane ever, you jumped out of it? Yep. Nice. As a skydiver? 
No, he didn't have a shoot. He was just like, I'm gonna yeah. it was actually parked on the ground and he just jumped out of it. No. That is the only way I am jumping out of a plane. The only way I'm jumping out is if it's sitting on the tarmac. I keep, I keep recommending out. skydiving, but every time I do it, I get injured. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not taking a recommendation from you, huh? No, breaking my ribs, breaking my call, uh, tailbone. It's a great Every time sport you to get into. Plane, something happens to you. Yeah, it's unlucky with skydiving. It's fun. I'd recommend it, but you might get injured. Um, Justin, do you use any kind of um, apps or anything before you fly to check the weather or anything like that? Yeah, I use Wendy usually. Wendy, that's the only one. Yeah, pretty much. I don't use like winds aloft or anything like that. Okay. I usually just use Wendy. If it looks good, I'll send it. And if it doesn't feel right, I'll send it back down. Yeah. Are you have any social media that you're on? Oh, just Facebook, Instagram. What about any social pathic tendencies? <laughs> uh, like, say it again. I was trying to say sociopathic, but no. Hey, yeah, you blend it two words. Yeah. So, yeah, let's do the spinny wheel. But first, can we do our commercial, Steve? Our uh, yeah. Pennsylvania PPG? Yeah. Yes. First. Do it. This show is brought to you by American Allied Drains and Plumbing. In San- oh, I'm not supposed to do that. No, Never don't mind. Do Pennsylvania PPG is here to turn your dreams into a reality. They can supply you with safe and quality equipment to help your flying dreams. They carry a wide variety of equipment to meet your needs from a beginner to expert foot launch to wheels with all the parts and accessories needed along the way. If there's something you're looking for and you don't see it, contact Kenny personally and he can do his best to get what you need. Pennsylvania PPG sells quality product such as Power to Fly, Ozone, MacPara, BGD, Dudec, and all parts and accessories you need. Remember, the sky is your playground, so if you're in the Pennsylvania area, reach out to them and have them help you get into the sky. Steve, you need to see if he has any Nirvana stuff. Yeah. Does he, who has any Nirvana stuff? You got to see if he can get you some. Do you know how expensive Nirvana stuff really is? I really yeah, think I don't have any of it. I think Jay redo these commercials and make and spruce them up a little bit. You know, get get a good R and B beat and some like you can edit videos so make your voice like Barry White. Like, oh, you gotta go check out Cash Money Paramount. Yeah, hey, asking me if I have some Nirvana stuff. <laughs> no, nah, he's just being funny. I I have nothing but like Nirvana apparel. I was like, like I got a shotgun. Oh, so. We're doing a spinny wheel with a shirt, right? Yeah. Pennsylvania PPG. All right. You guys ready for this? You're going to grease yeah. it up. Wendell in. I got you on there. I rigged it. Cheated with two people. Because I make the rules. Wasn't very greasy. Yeah, I'll grease it up better next time. Come on. Come on. Man, I put some people in there twice and they still didn't win. Ooh, we got Jason. Where's it gonna be, John? Looks like copay. Dantissa. Maybe, maybe. Patient. <laughs> yes, Jason. And you said what sizes you got? A large or an extra large? A large. Do you or have an extra, extra large? Do you have an extra medium? 
Uh, medium. medium. No. Beach to it. All right. Reach out to Eric Lear. And yep. he will uh, mail you, you some stuff. Private, actually, private message Jade with addresses and everything. She'll get these dropped off in the mail in the next few days. Um, and so you guys can get your stuff. If you have not gotten your stuff, keep looking for it. Everything has been shipped out. So, um, <clears throat> yeah, but good deal. Well, Justin, do you have anything else to tell us about? I mean, it's whatever y'all want to talk about, I'll stick around. What, what is what is your future in uh, paramotoring or aviation or you know anything like that? Oh, I'm definitely sticking around the the PPG. Uh, yeah, that's definitely my thing for sure. I'm gonna see how many, see what I can get into with it for sure. I can definitely see you getting into the aerobatics thing. Um, do you have any interest in joining me in trolling the online community? Oh, I'm a big troll <laughs> because I get a oh vibe that you Two and trolls. I would be extremely good partners. I'm a big troll. Two trolls. Okay. Oh we'll link up about this. Um, do you ever, would you ever, uh, do, uh, your paramotoring career and eventually be an instructor? Yeah. Um, I thought about that too, because I was a instructor on a couple of things. I was an instructor in the Marine Corps as an air traffic controller. I don't know. I like teaching stuff to people regardless of what it is. If I know it and it benefits them and they're want to know it, passionate about it, uh, I'll teach it to them. This just happens to be something I'm passionate about and why not blend the two of them hey if i can if i can somehow blend the two and hell make some money off of it why not but that's side hustle yeah. yeah that's that's way down the road i'm i'm the type of person who self-evaluates too much um and if i'm not if i'm not confident in my my ability to the point where I wouldn't put my family member up. I wouldn't. I wouldn't do it to another to another person. That I don't that's know. A good, that's a good way to think <clears throat> to another person. And if and I would, I would if I was going to do it at that point, I would get the certifications. The the PPE. I I have nothing at certifications. I I wish I could have done it. Um. I just didn't have the the monies at the time. I just, I just, uh, and I just, I felt like I could have done it on my own, and I sure enough did. Right. And it hasn't failed me yet. I've been successful. Certifications are overrated. Screw it. Teaching for sissies. Exactly. <laughs> well, I think that we, um, you know, there's definitely a need for more paramotor instructors. Um, Right. And I, are safe. There's there's people out there that that need it. And I completely agree with that. And if you yep. need it, absolutely get an instructor. Um, mm -hmm. Do it safely. If you're not confident, don't do it. If you're overconfident, don't do it. 
Yeah. Hey, I was cautious with it. I, I didn't just like send it. I've seen the video of the guy that I've seen a video of a guy that just said, I'm going to just send it and, you know, just straps on the motor and goes for it. I mean, I took my time. I took weeks of, of, um, kiting and, and ground taxing as bad as I wanted to just go. I took my time with it. I mean, all the people in this this show are probably well well versed in this. So I'm preaching to the choir, but I just took a bunch of amphetamines and full power. It worked out <laughs> right? great. It works. Drugs drugs are great, man. I know. I used to do drugs. I still do, but I used to as well. I just get high on life. You know, yeah. I used to be addicted to life. I used to start season the day, but then I started season weeks. And that Carp turned into season months and became a real problem. Carpa diem. <laughs> yeah, if y'all want me to explain any of these pictures or anything. <clears throat> yeah, please do. Uh, if you want me to go back, I'll explain any of them. <sighs> this, if you want to blow them up or... Looks like that's as big as they can get. Uh, hit spacebar. I'm not an Apple user. I think I that's have a lot of respect for you for not being an Apple user. Hey, I'm. I'm able to zoom my pictures in. That's got it. I judge people who use Apple computers. I judge them. I judge you. It's fine. If you want, you can just put it back up and I'll hopefully everybody can see it. Here you press enter. Try enter. They don't have an enter button on Apple computers. Are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know what they. Uh, what's the little button over to the right with the three little dots? All they have is like one button on a mouse. They don't even have a, a keyboard. You can't do jack with an Apple. Yeah, press that. What does that do? No, it didn't do much. Oh, uh, well, I don't know. Anyway, this is a picture from uh, Carolina Beach. This is a fly-in we did with a group of us at 10. It was a fun, fun fly-in. Uh, next, this is the current motor I'm flying with the, the Viper uh, fly-in, or the Viper motor um, with the Vortex Aero cage. It's a Dudek. That was from a. That's up in the tower at Cherry Point. Uh, that was at an air show. I think that was the Blue Angels. In the background. That's where I worked. Up in the tower. I think I was just taking a picture of the storm. A lot of these from a long time ago. Mostly just storm. I just grabbed a bunch of pictures from way back when. 
These pictures are brought to you by Home Comfort Systems. I'm assuming Eric Lear owns that business. If you need your HVAC stuff fixed, call Eric. He needs some money. <laughs> <laughs> this was this was my first foot launch. Um, that's on Nick's uh, Adam 80. And that was at the Moonshiners. Not Moonshiners. That was at the Easy Pace Flying. That was in a. We went. We flew down to Key West for lunch one day. Um, that was in a. God, what was that aircraft? It was a Citation. It's a C nine. It's a C nine. I've already explained that one. I was flying in the old uh, helicopter. It's retired now. They call it the Pedro, but that's the that's the lighthouse here uh, at Lookout in the helicopter. Uh, that's the old training radar room in Pensacola, Florida, way back 2012. More. That's more from the. That's a aggressor F-18. They go out in the. That's the fueling area. And and the warm up area and the Harriers and stuff that are sitting ready to take off and the F 18's got a cool paint job because um, it's one of the aggressor aircraft that go out over the ocean and act like the uh, enemy and they dogfight and stuff. That's the radar system, the PAR precision approach radar that we use to guide aircraft in when they we can land them on the runway when they don't have like an ILS or something old pictures from the tower that was up in Key West taking a flight down to go get lunch that was when I bought that was my first my first gig, my first rig. Do you ever have any stressful stressful situations up in the tower where you're like smoking a cigarette, saying like, "Man, I picked a bad week to stop sniffing glue." I never <laughs> I never smoked. We couldn't we couldn't have like energy drinks or anything. There we were flight flight. Uh, you couldn't have that, caffeine. We could have like a cup. We could have coffee. Like two cups of coffee is technically what you could have wow but, yeah but there people have more but anyway um and they you're they're strict about the medication you could have sleep and all that stuff my marine corps career was totally different than most marines so i had i worked holidays i worked shift work it was different um but yeah it was days that had me just because you're you're playing a game in your head that you're you're speaking what you want to happen and you're you're telling aircraft what to, to do while they're doing like 400 miles like not 400 but like 200 miles an hour 150 is it, moments where it's like how how do you make this work i was getting there to the point where i could start to get it but I got um, 
medically separated at the end. So I was have you able been able to apply those skills to your marriage? No comment. Anyway. <laughs> That's Buddy on the left, and that Scout on the right. Two little weenie dogs. Love those little weenie dogs. I love them. They're going to fly one day. Uh, Jade flies her little uh, her little dog. I'm going to make him a little parachute. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, I'm tossing my dog. He's going down. <laughs> Yeah, hey, when he starts freaking out, I just drop him off. Parachutes for him. <laughs> drop him off. Uh, that was my wife. Um, that was a training simulator we used. That's how we kind of walked around with airplanes and did little simulations for the tower. Oh, that was me when I was super skinny. And I was standing in front of Pedro. Uh, CH-46. Man, I like this. Keep this picture up for a while, will you? Uh, don't get don't get too... Hey, now. Oh, come on. Don't deny me. I'm single. Hey, man. I don't, I don't, I don't judge you, but... <laughs> this was a picture... I don't have the picture of the whole setup, but off to his left... And off to my right would be the mobile tower, the actual cab of the mobile tower. We You had to like shimmy up this thing, up those poles that are like right underneath of us. And it was a nightmare to set this thing up. This is like for the more mobile air traffic control thing for when you're, this was when I was in the detachment for when you're in the, the more, air traffic control for the combat side. Um, we had to set this thing up with like this big cab that could hold like three people inside of it. And you had to set the scaffolding up and then you had to like, it was like three big pieces of scaffolding and there are in sections and you had to like put it up in the middle, then like skimmy, shimmy up one piece of scaffolding and then carry up the next section and jack it up and then put this hot seat that he's sitting on. This is like three stories up, four stories up that we're sitting on this thing. <clears throat> and it was raining that day. You can see all the water because it was a hurricane coming. We had to take down the tower. And then the tower gets jacked up in the center of it. It's super sketchy. It was in the back of the CH-46, that aircraft is retired now. And more tower pictures. That's a picture of Cherry Point right in the middle. A little dot in the middle is pretty much uh, the tower. Cherry Point's a big X, pretty much. All the runways come into one big X. These pictures are brought to you by Backcountry PPG. If you want to get some training, go check out Trevor Steele. He's paying us a lot of money to say this. Uh, that picture is a Harrier flying. You don't know who that is. Uh, that picture is in the back of a Humvee air traffic control van or truck or whatever you want to call it. Uh, it's 
pretty much got two radar screens and you sit in there. There's no cell phone service, so bring a book. And you gotta sit in there and stare at a screen for eight hours. That's a big old room with a bunch of screens and you can play uh, play games on it and be a air traffic controller and play a tower. Same thing. That's the, that's the radar screen uh, that that we have. That that's what you actually see. Uh, the radar screens and stuff. Hmm. That's pretty cool. <clears throat> Wish I had better pictures, but that's what I could dig up. I don't have a lot of most of all my pair butter stuff is pretty generic. I'm not very good at taking pictures and videos, as you can see. Um, but I have a lot of GoPro videos and stuff. I just bought like a it's not even a GoPro, it's an action camera. Um, and my wife just bought me a chase camera. Nice. What uh what fly-ins are you planning on attending this year? I definitely want to go to uh, what's the Apple one? Bad, Bad apples. apples. I want to go to Bad Apples. Definitely going to Moonshiners again. Uh, probably go to Easy Pace. That was close and that was a good one. Where's that uh, one located at? That's in Virginia, like Martinsville. Okay. Um, Goop is in here, but there's one that's in Virginia. Where's that one uh, that he was talking about last week? That's way over on the east side of Virginia. Um, that that was another one too that we were going to go to, but the winds were crap. Uh, I can't think what was the name of that one. The Soar of the Shore. That's it. Yeah. It was yeah. Soar of the Shore. We were going to go to that one as well, but the winds were. I think it was like a, a nor'east or something off the shore when we were going to go. Yeah. When we were going to go to that one. Yeah, they have two. They have one in the spring, one in the fall. Um, yeah, I'll probably go to that one because it's not too far from me. Yeah. Um, And whatever, I don't know, whatever is probably on the East Coast that I can get to. I'm just trying to figure out what I can get to. And then I want to eventually work my way out west out towards trevor and trevor Steele and out you gotta come to nebraska i got a litter box and a dog bed for you i'll make i got a i got a pop-up i got no. a sweet pop-up oh that's Ooh. good how are you gonna carry your gear i said i got a pop-up i didn't tell you how i was gonna carry it uh <laughs> i strap it to Jesus, my pop-up saucy mama <laughs> i strap it to my pop-up <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I, uh, I got. It. I just bought a. I had a, a big old. I had a big old trailer. I sold the trailer. I just wanted to downsize. I had a. We used to have four wheelers. We go ride and we just go mudding and stuff like that. And we just never wanted to do that anymore. And so we bought a pop up and sold a sold our truck. I 
made a diesel truck and stuff and I got a smaller truck and a camper and a little pop-up camper and I guess we'll just put it in the back of the, the truck and there you go well that's cool I see that Jade put the link for the after show so if anybody has questions you know come in and ask um i definitely appreciate justin you coming on the show and uh everybody that's in the chat appreciate you guys all being here um yep. sorry you had to deal with me for the past hour and what a half or so um, you know what i really appreciate like really appreciate oh there's I, no telling i know right i, pre I really appreciate wheezy <laughs> I appreciate yeah. you too, Steve. <laughs> I appreciate the yeah. invite. I do appreciate all of our chatters. We didn't get to mention each one by name, but we really do appreciate the chatters being out there. We couldn't do it without you. Yeah, and uh, hopefully uh, next week you won't have to look at this pretty face. You can actually... Uh, Wait, do we have Tory Pope next week? Is he finally on? Is, are we finally getting Tory Pope on, or is he not on next week? I don't I don't know. know. I've uh, been I lost yearning to get Tory Pope on. I lost my link to the um to the calendar. I don't have the link to the calendar. Oh, Tory Pope's on next week. Okay. Yeah. Good. Yes, good. Screw our current guest. I want to talk to no, I'm just kidding. Tory Pope's <laughs> a regular guy just like the rest of us. Justin, <laughs> last week, he was sitting there going, don't we have Justin on next week? And then when he realized it was Justin, he's like, yeah, we got Justin on next week. Yeah, yeah screw, screw yeah. Justin. Screw that guy. No, Justin's actually been pretty fun to talk to because he's so dry and silent with his humor that I know he's evil. He does have a very dry And, and, and I know it's like, he's almost if, I were, like Randy. if I collaborated with Justin, we would just cause way too much damage. Yeah, it's like, almost like talking to Randy. I'm gonna slap. The him. only problem is he's halfway across the country, so we gotta do that work remote. But it's been pretty cool. Like he's the, the humor is the humor is dry, and you have to get it. You have to know it to get it. Oh, oh my God! Yes, yeah, it's dangerous. It's dangerous. I can tell. Oh well, I do have. I have one more question. Shoot. And I don't know if anybody asked it. I can't remember if anybody asked this yet. You currently work. For Defense Logistics Agency, is that correct? That is correct. correct. What do you do for them? I am a is quality. It, is it secret, secret stuff? I'm a quality assurance specialist. Okay. So what is that? Man, there were some crickets going on there. <laughs> yeah, what was what is that exactly? Because we're all trying to think of what that is. Quality assurance specialist. I ensure that I'm just kidding. Uh pretty much I for the depot that works here for the depot that's here at Cherry Point, the Fleet Readiness Center East. Um they have aviation parts and whatnot. And they have manufacturers that come out and say, hey, we can make the parts for you. Um, I help manage the records and make sure that they're that they're holding up their end of the bargain pretty much that when they make the products that they're holding that they're that when they manufacture the stuff, they're they're doing their part. 
and or in the record they're doing their part or the records being held um account the records up to date to that point i can go and look at their the technical drawings and stuff and make sure that everything is up to date with that okay. stuff. Got it. Right. i work from home mostly oh hmm. well, all right well that makes sense okay we can move on. it's boring jobs not air traffic controllers not working on the f-35 yeah if it gets any more exciting it'll be like a funeral <laughs> I have to fly a pair of motors more. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. That's more exciting. So, Flying pair of motors is pretty much more exciting than anything that we anybody else does. I'd rather do this than pretty much anything else. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, me too. I get when I'm not doing anything, I get to stay here and look at pair of motor stuff. Yeah. All go. right. So if we don't see you on there. We'll see you in there. Yeah, Eric, let's... you can end it whenever you want. Well, I just want to say uh, thank you guys again. And if you guys know of any fly-ins that need to be put onto the USPPA website, reach out to me so I can get those put on. Um, we got a fairly decent list going on. Um, and then we're going to have a show uh, about uh, the fly-ins. So the more I can get, the better the show is going to be. And yes... You'll have to look at me again for another hour. And so. if you want to come to the after show, please do. We're going to have a yep. little short after show. Okay. All right, guys. Thank you very much. We'll All see right. you later. Good night. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs>